Parasocial activity Knowledge and camaraderie Two pals teach each other about stuff they know So that we feel a bit less alone Hello everyone, and hello Selena. And hello Tess. Hi, welcome to our show. (laughs) Thank you, happy to be here. Do you know what our show is about? Do I know what our show is about? Yeah. This week I know what it's about. What, Um, What is it about? It's about the seminal high school movie classic she's all that and it's a sad mediocre younger sibling who was an accident he's all that i disagree (laughs) oh no i think it's about two bad movies with the same plot God damn it. For like one whole second, I was like, wow, is this going to be the first time? I guess we have already recorded, but not released Call Me By Your Name. But like Mm. for a second, I was like, is this going to be the first time that I like don't care for a movie? And Mm. Tess does. Mm. But no. uh, Oh, you know what? I will. I have positive things to say about both movies. Um, Okay. But I wouldn't I wouldn't say that one is good and the other is bad. I would say you're wrong. Well, let's argue. (laughs) (laughs) Great. I thought that you would like this one. I can tell you how I felt about She's All That, which I watched for the first time last week. Okay. And I hated so much that I watched it again today because I felt bad for how much I disliked it. And I was like, maybe I'll like it more the second time. Um, And I did because a lot of the very confusing plot elements make more sense Mm -hmm. when you already know what's going on but i thought the characters were boring and flat and not believable and the romance was extremely point uh what was the point of she's all that um that i don't you know what i think the point is that (laughs) everyone loves a makeover movie Mm. well the makeover was so underwhelming no, it was subtle. She looks exactly the same, but with a haircut, and they took her glasses her hair off. Looks very good, and they gave her a cute dress, and then she tripped. She did trip. It's yes. true. Um, no, I mean, I think just like everyone, everyone likes a makeover movie. Everyone likes a movie where well, he's all you, that was a makeover movie. I know, but <laughs> th- let me. Let me get into it. Let me. I gotta build up a little, right, a little right. bit of a, a rhythm. I'm doing the the Fran snap over here. Oh. Um, <laughs> no, I think there's the fact that it's a makeover movie. It's fun to see the mean girl get bested. I didn't have fun. Taylor Vaughn is not a real person, so <laughs> I had no pleasure seeing her unhappy. So. <laughs> I feel like maybe. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I'm coming in a little hot. <laughs> I'll tone it down. A little strong. I think that. So I've had. I don't think I've said this on here before, mm. but like, I love high school movies. Oh, me too. I love them so, so, so much. And for a long time, I was like, why do people like westerns? Hmm. They're all the same. Mm. Like, even if the plots are different, like, they're basically the same. And then I was like, well, but I'll watch literally anything set in a high school. So. That's, you know, I think there's just sort of like a comfort within mm-hmm. 
there's a comfort that comes from going back to a genre over and over and yeah. looking at the little variations. Yes. And that's why I read fan fiction about the same five characters. Good. Yes. That is a good way to contextualize mm-hmm. it for you, Tess. <laughs> and many um, others. And other people as well. But yeah. And so I think that sort of within that, there's like the mean popular girl archetype mm-hmm. there's the outcast archetype there's the friends to lovers there's the enemies to lovers mm-hmm. there's the makeover s- plot line yeah there's the tropes the, are very comforting yeah the tropes are very comforting and i think what i like about she's all that is they're a tiny bit subversive in that sure like zach is very smart mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. laney is not very smart and or yeah. by her own admission we don't mm-hmm. ever that's she's that. not the nerd because she's good at school yeah uh which i also don't think her art is that good um um no <laughs> she's got this weird thing about clowns they come up a couple well, of times. whatever that stage performance was it was oh yeah so unpleasant in every way I I couldn't yeah. I couldn't watch it. It was I don't know. I appreciated that it it felt like it was very much like making fun of a very specific right. 90s Why style I think I didn't like that they were making fun of artists in a way where Yeah, it is kind of a movie that makes fun of artists. Um Yeah. And why but, aren't we supposed to like and respect our main character? We are I it's funny because the performance I do have some issues with Lainey's art because Mm A, it's just sort of like, oh, she quotes, likes art. Mm -hmm. Like, she likes creating art. Yeah, it's not like, oh, she's a sculptor. Oh, Mm -hmm. she's a photographer. It's like, she likes all art. Is it art? (laughs) She'll do it. Like, um, which feels just like a little bit. It's kind of like in Goodwill Hunting, how he's just good at like all topics. Uh, and I remember watching that movie in school and having my teacher be like, unrealistic. He'd be a savant at like one topic. I've never seen that. So, but what? I'm sure that's a good <laughs> reference. Tess, you live in Boston now. You have to watch it's it. It's on my list. Okay. Put it higher. <laughs> okay. After I finish Although, Freaky Friday. What do you mean you didn't finish Freaky Friday? <laughs> you watched it last night. I fell asleep. Okay, so, yeah, I do take issue with the fact that, A, she just sort of generically likes art. Mm -hmm. Um, B, it's performance art night at that theater. Mm -hmm. Like, I love that theater. It was very welcoming. It was. It was very, I I did like the energy of the theater. I like that it was kind of like a little dinner theater, like there were little tables. I like that they all knew when to clap and Zach didn't. Yes. And there was no way for them to possibly know. Because it oh, was very was hard like, to tell when the performance was over. I was like, obviously, it's not time to clap yet. <laughs> oh, um, I was. Fooled. I guess I. I I'm guess the dumb I'm jock. more into art. Oh, I guess so. <laughs> into the all art. <laughs> I just love art. I just yeah. <laughs> um, no, and also yeah, like. It seems like Lainey, I don't think Lainey has, I think Lainey has many things to offer. I think she clearly is like very passionate about politics. We see a little bit. She has Um, huge Bella Swan vibes. Does she? Like the way she takes care of her little brother and her dad when no one's asking her to. Yes. She's very, 
giving and very attentive and she's like what if i filled the mother role in my own life i mean that's also because she doesn't want to deal with her own shit Mm. but yeah but you're reading a lot into that where does that that literally her dad says that at the end he's like sometimes i think you uh but why did he think that they've never had a conversation because you don't want to deal with being a kid that's not true he's like around a lot yeah but he never talks to her He's just watching Jeopardy. He just shouts Jeopardy When that scene happened, I was like, oh, she has a relationship with her father? I didn't know until this scene. He's, like, around. I don't right. know. He's around in the same way the grandma's around, and he's all that. <laughs> so just in the scene. The yeah, just yeah. in scenes. But as He's <laughs> a cooler character than the grandma. I he's also... Guess. I, I there were many moments rewatching this where I had to pause it to be like, what like obscure nineties bit part character actor is that? Um, oh yeah. Wait, what's Buffy in this movie? We're gonna talk about it. She was, yes. right? Okay. Yes. Yeah, because I was watching this the first time I watched it, I watched it with my roommate, and she was like, Oh, there's Daphne from Scooby Doo. And I was like, <laughs> I think that's Buffy, and we were like arguing. <laughs> Same you know girl. it's the same I, I figured it out eventually but uh, i guess there's a lot of scooby-doo actors in she's all that there are three yeah <laughs> um wait i want to finish do i even still have a train of thought why do i like she's all that it's a high school comfort movie hmm. now i've lost i know it's a high school no you know what i did have a point which is that mm. i think the fundamental difference between he's all that and she's all that is that you like the protagonists which protagonist do you like i mean i probably actively like zach a little bit more than i like laney Hmm. um or at least i feel like now i've like sort of talked through my issues with laney and how Mm -hmm. she's written i just like what's his name cameron's like fine in he's all that Mm -hmm. uh he's very pretentious i wrote down some of his Oh, yeah. I think he's supposed to be pretentious. I I mean, and Lainey's not pretentious. She's just, like, very, like, anti-establishment. Well, they both are given those, like, lines that people put in to make the character seem uptight. Like, when he brings Lainey to the beach and she's like, oh, the beach is full of pollution. You're not supposed to agree with her and think that she's really great. It's true. And when Cameron is like, oh, all my peers are so lame, you're not supposed to think he's right either. Yeah, I guess Cameron and Lainey are kind of irritating, but Lainey <laughs> grows on me more than Cameron does. <laughs> Tess, why do I like movies? What is your favorite scene in She's All That? <laughs> Maybe this will what help. Is, what is my favorite scene in She's All That? Yeah. Oh, uh, it's like my favorite dance scene in any oh, the prom non-musical dance? movie ever. It's the prom dance. That was great. That was my favorite part of the whole movie. I was like, yeah. none of this makes sense. It's amazing. So I'm going to tell you a little factoid. Please this do. Is straight from Wikipedia. <laughs> um, so the director, Robert Iscove, was also a choreographer, and he wanted to demonstrate to the Weinstein brothers, who you know made them produce the movie mm. how musical numbers could work in films so he got adam shankman oh, wow. um who i believe directed or did he direct the film adaptation of hairspray let's check yeah uh oh and i guess he's worked on like so you th- he's a dance dancing man um <laughs> 
So he got him to choreograph this dance number, and uh, Adam Shankman was concerned that like it wouldn't match the tone of the movie, and Robert Iscove was like super super committed to it, uh, and then test audiences didn't understand why it was there. Really? I mean, I understood why it was there. It's because well, dance so, scenes are fun. So then, I know, I'm like, obviously I just enjoy a dance yeah. scene. But so then um, Bob Weinstein uh, asked that they reshoot it uh, with Usher, like, guiding it. Was that Usher? To- oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That's so cool. Wait, he was the guy doing the school <laughs> announcements the whole time? He was the DJ, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's so fun. He's like, hey, Zach, we've all been there. They had um, a dance scene in He's All That, and they also like it was shoved in an horrific. explanation. It was like it made me so upset. Well, clearly they didn't have enough extras. And I don't did they must have shot this movie during COVID? Absolutely, because that you can tell. prom it was sparse. Why was it was it in the smallest so room ever? Low budget. It was After, so well, low budget. What's annoying is that the Gatsby the, party was the incredible. Gatsby party was big and lavish and mm. had at least tricked you into believing there were a lot of people there. Yeah. So I don't know what the problem was doing. Maybe it, it was, was they ran out of money or COVID or they just they lit it. It was too well lit. It was. They needed it was to clinically bright <laughs> darkness on yeah. the edges. Also, people, I feel like. There's a lot of people who think who are always like the she is all that dance scene and like how did they all know the dance? Mm. But Usher literally is like, "Hey dance team." Like, remember that uh-huh. dance I taught you? Uh-huh. I had no make... problem with it. If that's the either. thing you're pointing out about she's all that, that's stupid. You should have been paying better attention. <laughs> <laughs> um, that being said, it does annoy me that like why do Lainey and Zach know the dance? They're not on the dance team. Listen, um, I have Taylor, more complaints about that hacky sack performance than That's anything great. else. That's great. What are you talking about? I've so, never been so uncomfortable as when he was sweating yeah, he was playing hacky sack. He was projecting his discomfort to it help you understand. It was very high school musical. My life's so hard because I'm a popular jock with too many options. Yeah, that's she calls him out on that. Right. But it was so sincere. I mean, I, it was fine. I just, I hated it. <laughs> I think that Freddie Prince Jr., I think the strength of She Is All That that goes mm. maybe sort of a long way in a way that doesn't always get recognized, mm-hmm. that He Is All That does not have, is that the making over, per, like, the popular character, mm-hmm. in, this, in this case it's Freddie Prince Jr., is genuinely just, like, very sincere and very likable. And... Even though he's doing, he's sort of foolishly like, pick a college, Zach, pick a future. Mm. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what to do. Even when he's being calculating and like trying to get Lainey to hang out with him, I think he's a good person. And I believe him and I want her to hang out with him because I would want to hang out with him. Like, I want to see him more. I think that's Whereas, very subjective because I found him to be creepy and not nice. Interesting. Based on his actions. Okay. But so, go into them. Well, you know, he just kind of follows her around, lies to her. They have like nice moments together, and then you can see mm-hmm. the gears turning in his head. Like the scene after he does his hacky sack thing, and they've bonded. I'm like, oh, that's nice. Like, I and hated he's like, that. Your eyes. But clearly, like that. If that happened to you in real life, 
you'd be like, uh-huh. oh my God, I feel so close to this person. Like what a nice moment. He chooses yeah. that moment to be like, hey, what if you stopped wearing glasses so you'd be less ugly? I do hate that moment. Yeah. That is a moment that really annoys me. It's like, oh my God, you couldn't have been like, also she could be pretty without, she could be prom queen with glasses on. Like, Yeah. And then like, I, think, I don't know. I think the haircut was a good move, but she is sure. Um, <laughs> and like he likes yeah. her. It, it doesn't seem like he likes her at all. It seems like he just is using her for a way too long into the movie before I realized he actually liked her. I don't know. I think he pretty quickly is like, I think he, like, even if he's not like falling for her, I think he enjoys her company pretty early on. Yeah, that's fair. Like they, they have good rapport. I thought they had no chemistry at all, actually. (laughs) Maybe it was just the dialogue being clunky and weird. The dialogue is kind of clunky. They would, she would say something like oh my mom died and then he'd be like gotta go or something like well yeah because they were gonna kiss <laughs> no it was different it was like out. it was like right after oh no that was she told his sister that her mom died before she could put on makeup and then the sister oh, yeah. goes you need to pluck your eyebrows more <laughs> i was like damn yeah you couldn't let little... that like emotional moment sit before insulting her appearance Mm-hmm. yeah that that, is, that was a that I, is a good point but that was a sister i can forgive that because yeah. they're not supposed to be in love they're not she's good too though i like i just i like the characters in this. i movie. found his face to be weird his face is a little weird it wasn't it was not believable to me that he was the most good looking guy well in the no school. his best friend was paul Way walker better. obviously he wasn't the most good looking guy is freddie prince jr in other things freddie prince jr is in other things mm. Do you know who he's married to? Um, oh, is he married to Buffy? Yes. Okay, yes. My roommate was saying this. She was like, that's yes. the guy from Scooby-Doo, and he's married to that girl. And I was like, okay, I believe you. Yes. <laughs> Freddie Prince Jr. He played Freddie. Met Freddy. Sarah Michelle Geller. Played Fred. Okay. Met Sarah Michelle Geller uh, on I Know What You Did Last Summer, oh. which they were in together in 97. Were I they believe. both leads in that? I think they were. I've not seen that movie. I think they were both pretty. It was so weird seeing Buffy like a background character actor. So they did not start dating until 2000, but they were Mm. good friends. 99 or, you know, probably 98, whatever. Mm -hmm. He's shooting She's All That. Sarah Michelle Gellar, his good friend, comes to set to visit him while she's like Buffy famous. And the director's like, Sarah Michelle Gellar, will you be a cameo in our movie? Oh, wow. Okay. And she was like, yes, but I will not speak. (laughs) If you can promise me that I don't have to talk, I will do it. Which is funny because in that scene, I like wondered if that was something she'd stipulated Mm. because it's actually kind of awkward that she doesn't speak simon like is walking around like making little wisecracks and he's she like passes him her plate with food on it and he's like what you didn't like it and she's just like "Mm," and just like looks away that's so funny because normally the story is they didn't want to pay you to have a speaking line yeah no she just didn't want one (laughs) huh why um i don't know i (laughs) you know just easier not to shoot it yeah. Anyway, so, but yeah, so then uh, she and Freddie got started dating in 2000. I forget when they got married. I have this here somewhere. Are they still married? Yeah. Their Instagram, wow. very cute. Aww. Um, Damn, oh, I and she see. got a little, 
they um at the end of the credits they have a little like they're all that section like special uh-huh. thanks and she got one. Oh, that's um, fun but yeah and then they did scooby-doo together i have another cast question yeah the guy who played brock hampton that yeah matthew was, lillard is okay i was like was he actually just a guy from the real world that they put on to be funny no okay that would be funny uh yeah, I mean Brock. I think it's Brock Hudson. Brock Hampton. Oh, <laughs> Brock Hampton know. is a is a rap group. Oh, I was close. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. No problem. Those scenes um, were so uncomfortable when we had to watch him the real in world. the real world, and then that weird scene where Zach dreams that he's on the real world. I that scene I like was that. so I weird. Like that. I was such a fan. I really I, like when she bre- uh, when Taylor breaks up with him and they go to spring break and they're like I know. in the scene. That was like very like risky and kind of cool. I like that. The both I also thought of both of those moments mm. when the the real world dream happened. I was like, wow, these are some weird choices. Yeah, like that flashback and this real world. Well, it's very I, like cult classic vibes. It is, but it's also surprising. Like choices it, that not everyone might like, but I like that they're risky and interesting. So there's also just this weird <laughs> sort of soup of uh, creators mm. that did that did these movies. So mm-hmm. Daniel Waters wrote Heather's. Okay. Daniel Waters has a brother named Mark Waters. <laughs> Mark Waters directed Mean Girls. Oh. And also Freaky Friday. Uh, Mark Waters Great and job. Daniel... Yes. Daniel Waters wrote the adaptation of Vampire Academy, which Mark Waters, his brother, then directed. So, you know, going a little downhill. Is that a movie? Yeah, it's like a vampire movie. Okay. I uh, <laughs> and then, I hope this is his rock bottom. I hope he climbs back up out of this hole. Mm. Mark Waters directed He's All That. Oh, you told me this. Yeah. From a script by the scriptwriter of She's All That. Yes, I saw that. That's so interesting yeah. because the movies are so similar. So many plot beats are repeated. Yeah. But like to what end? I was just, I kept noticing, oh, they did that in the first movie. And I didn't mm-hmm. like it then either. Are there things you liked that the second movie did that the first movie did not? Um, Aside from the gay subplot. I, okay, yes. There was a lesbian Which I in it. Called. There were two. Um, yeah, were two. I mean, it was poorly executed, but... Um, there were, but I don't, I don't think that my opinion is valid. I think that I just watched the second movie with a different mindset. So I liked, I enjoyed it more because, you know, like those Netflix movies, it's like, it's because I was told she's all that was good. Oh, and you were told he's all that. Did well, you go in expecting it to be bad? I expect I, I tried to go in with zero expectations, but the second it began, you can tell it was just, um, lower quality and there was less love in it yeah. it's like those netflix movies like tall girl and um uh, <laughs> kissing booth kissing booth they're they're like almost made you can tell they were made by someone cynical who wanted money who was like people like these story beats or you can tell that the writing was people like noah centineo very well i i think they do to all the boys I've loved before is a great movie. I um, I agree. However, saying- it, it still does have that Netflixy like way too bright, mm-hmm. and and I hate dark movies, but way too bright, way too, way too much exposition in the dialogue. Yes, 
and Which you hate. the characters don't feel real. Like the characters in She's All That were not very rounded out, but the dialogue was much more believable. And I thought, oh, that's the way people talk in real life. Yeah. As opposed to this movie, like He's All That, where it's like, oh, this was written by a committee. And the actors. Well, it wasn't. It was written by. <laughs> it felt, it feels like it was written and created by a machine committee. It does. It feels like it was like given, like they went to an AI and they were like, make this remake. One thing I liked about He's All That, for some reason, was how ugly the guy looked for most of the movie. I know. With his horrible hair and his hat on the entire time. Yeah, and his stupid facial hair. Something, his face, yeah, it was rough. And yeah. I, I appreciated that. It was like, clearly this is a handsome guy that they are making Working to look hard ugly to, really but they did a good job <laughs> they did he was he was unsavory i wish sure. though that they after his nice haircut he would have continued wearing hats because it seemed like he was a hat guy and it's just like yeah and also it would have looked much better with his new hair yeah well the hat was obviously to cover up a bad wig that is true <laughs> something I mean... was going on with that wig <laughs> it was so bad <laughs> but I, you know what else I liked more about He's All That? What? And maybe this is messy, but I like that he had like, he loved horses and photography and travel. He had a personality like. Come on, Zach likes. Lainey likes art. Lainey Zach likes art. Zach okay. likes being what popular. What is Paget like, dude? Paget, I guess she likes singing and dancing. She likes and, singing and dancing and, and makeup. care like beauty. Yeah. And baking. Yeah, and like baking. at least on paper they have personality and interests. That's true. Lainey um, really does just like art. Yeah, which is fine. Some people just like one thing. I just like <laughs> movies. That's not true. You also <laughs> like musicals. <laughs> that's true um sometimes it feels like i just like movies though movie musicals when i'm like grasping at something to talk about i'm like you also love the nanny i do love the nanny yeah it's true thank you yeah no it is very true that they are both slightly more well-rounded but i also like i like pageant is just like such a difficult character to enjoy watching the actress playing Paget, i believe is famous for something else right yes uh yeah is she a tiktok Ad- person she, addison ray is like at, at one time might still be the highest paid tiktoker wow really um i think so i think she made like five million dollars last is year is she a makeup um, influencer she's a dancer oh and what I wound up doing as I was like hurriedly eating my lunch and mm-hmm. postponing our start time was reading about uh, TikTok appropriation uh, because oh the da- stealing dance moves and stuff yeah because yeah. she sort of like reignited that sort of being a mainstream mm-hmm. topic of conversation because she appeared on Jimmy Fallon and did like a very like soulless flat rendition of a bunch of dances Uh, um and people kept being like she didn't give them credit but like mm. obviously i mean i guess she could have been like hey like i would like to i would like to like be an active role in developing this segment and like make it so that like you're holding up like the name of the like the hand like the handle Uh of the dancer who invented this but so i don't know how much that was her and how much was them ultimately jimmy fallon like did 
update the video description to include who created the creators' the handles yeah. for every dance. That's nice. But it did sort of bring back. I think that was a conversation that had been happened and was kind of fading. I um, remember that. Yeah. Yeah. She also has been accused of blackfishing, though, because um, mm. she posted like a Snapchat of like someone doing makeup on her, and her skin was like very dark, and her hair was like very yeah. dark. Are any of the other people in the movie famous? Well, so you know that Rachel Lee Cook and Matthew Lillard both have supporting roles. I did not realize that until I was uh, watching a review of He's All That. And someone was like, oh, that's the girl. I was like, oh, my God, that's why her mom is, like, ridiculously young and pretty. Yeah. I was like, why is her mom, who's supposed to be an overworked nurse, played by this, like, 31-year-old woman? I mean, she's, like, 40, but... I mean, she looks... If she's supposed to be the mother of a teenage girl who works the night shift as a nurse, she looked way too, like, young and healthy. (laughs) I think also Rachel Lee Cook just doesn't really age. Like... It's funny I didn't realize that was her. I guess... Yeah, she's 41. Because I rewatched She's All That today, and then I saw a clip from He's All That, and I was like, oh, she talks just the same. She has the exact same voice. Yeah. It is very... I mean, you know what else you know her from um is she in other stuff she's josie is she really yeah dude oh my gosh i have to two years later wow that's a great movie yeah that's so (laughs) interesting because i feel like josie is a way i feel like josie talks differently oh i think she has the same voice always um okay but i love her in that movie And Josie and the Biscuits. Maybe it's because I was brainwashed into it, though. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no. So she kind of disappeared for a long time um, after the early 2000s. She has said that she actually really wanted to have a career like Parker Posey. Um, they were to. And who you know, is they that? Were- She's uh, Fiona in Josie and the Pussycats. Oh, 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 yes, yes, the, the, yes, love her. Yeah. Is she um, in anything else? Sorry. Parker Posey? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, she was sort of like the, like, indie movie oh. queen of the 90s. She's in tons of stuff. Cool. Um, she's, what a great her. name, Parker Posey. Parker Posey, I know. Yeah, so she wanted to have a career more like Parker Posey's. They had also been in a movie, in Mark Waters' first movie that he ever directed, um called the house of yes Hmm. which is a movie about it's parker posey believes that she's jackie kennedy (laughs) okay um but she's not and yeah and her brother like comes home with his new fiance who she's never met before and Mm -hmm. she like goes more crazy i think okay um but so they were in that together and so apparently that was like what she kind of wanted and she was like i've always been drawn to very dark movies Mm. yada 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 but now she has, like, over the last number, like, handful of years, she's developed this very nice little career producing and starring in Hallmark Channel movies. Um, oh. She also just did one for Netflix called Love Guaranteed about a man suing a dating company because he didn't find love. Um, and then falling in love with his lawyer. With his, yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yes, they and they write themselves. They do. They really do. <laughs> so, wait, Rachel Lee Cook, where are my notes on you? Um, oh, okay. So, the the titles of some, I just, I love these because they read like 
uh, CVS novel mm-hmm. titles for children. Uh, Valentine in the Vineyard, Cross Country Christmas, Frozen in Love. Oh, God. Um, so she just, like, produces these and stars in them. And it sounds been, like, like that's not what she wanted. Well, but it sounds... She said, like, I... Now I'm drawn to... Mm. I, I want to tap into a much later part of myself. I see. Also, uh, before she's all that, um, was in fa- like one of the things she was very famous for was that she was in like the second, I think there've been like three rounds of this um, over the last like 30 years. She was in the second, uh, this is your brain on drugs uh, PSA. Oh, um, so here. prolific. I know. Well, no. So it's like it's the it's so her. Like it feels very in character, but it's like her with the volume turned way up. This is your brain, and this is heroin. This is what happens to your brain after snorting heroin. And this is what your body goes through. Wait. It's not over yet. This is what your family goes through. Your friends, Oh my god, that video was so intense. I yeah. love the way she cracked that egg. Yeah. With a cast iron pan. Uh I will be honest, I didn't know that heroin was snorted. <laughs> It's usually not. It's usually. Uh, I like don't know injection. why she. Yeah, it said that, but She's okay. Like, this I is got... what happens when you snort heroin. Yeah, what happens when you inject it? Yeah, well, I don't. Something worse, probably. <laughs> so she did that, and then, uh, to her credit, um, in twenty seventeen, uh, she did a video called this uh, called "Your Brain on Drug Policy," mm. which is like, um sort of a re it's same thing it's like i can guess what it is yes it's criticizing the war on drugs this is one of the millions of americans who uses drugs and won't get arrested however this american is several times more likely to be charged with a drug crime imagine it's you this is the day you get caught this is your day in court This is your sentencing. This is your cell. This is your first day on the outside. This is your fresh start. Was your fresh start. Here are your job prospects. This is your shot at a college degree. Or not. This is your family. This is your debt collector. These are the dreams you have for your children. This is someone else's family. Someone else's life. Someone who used drugs but was never caught. This is how you feel. The war on drugs is ruining people's lives. It fuels mass incarceration. It targets people of color in greater numbers than their white counterparts. It cripples communities. It costs billions. And it doesn't work. Any questions? Ooh, I have chills. (laughs) I know, me too. Something about, like, how raspy her voice is. Mm -hmm. Which, like, I didn't get in her other performances but in this commercial that might be because she's gotten a little older no because the first one as well i felt that way 
Oh, wow. I like Maybe her voice just, a lot. Like, her, Maybe it's just her, her yelling. Yeah. Anyway, so Rachel Lee Cook seems pretty cool. I'm a fan. I'm now a fan. So that that's her. What else? And maybe I also think I want to talk a little more about He's All That because... Oh, it was yeah. Just like, that's our two. I so, have much to say. So silly. First of all, the movie ends... This is crazy to me. The movie ends with Paget being like, thanks to everyone who's supporting my new brand, oh, Be Yourself. Oh, my God. Yeah. That which, is like, a huge flaw. Huge. My dude. Is it... You were still capitalizing on your brand being that you are genuine. I thought... It inherently means probably going to be like okay her big character moment will be deciding not to be an influencer anymore Uh, um but i guess the big character moment was deciding to be a different kind of influencer yeah one Um, word yeah which is fascinating i guess i feel like it's just so they didn't think it through at all or they made the conscious decision that they didn't want to send a message to kids that being an influencer is bad. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I think on the one hand, I'm like, she is like paying call for college yeah. with being an influencer, but it's also, they shouldn't have made that the ending. That that sort of negates um, all character development. I think it was good character development for Cameron because he finally was taking photos that people could see. Yeah, but also... But it was for he, his girlfriend's Instagram. <laughs> Yeah, he's like the fact that she's like, "Hey, everyone, like Cameron's gonna take some cool photos of me." Like, or he's like agreed to like, like, and he's just kind of like, he, yeah. it feels like he's like a piece of furniture where he's just like, "Hey, like." Yeah, well, it's kind it of feels like, like the she ending actually of filled in her side of the bet, which was to make him Instagrammer friendly. She really did. It's true. Yeah, but he feels it feels like the ending of Greece. It feels like he's yeah. He's that sandy. was like a if the movie had been good, that would have absolutely ruined it. Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> it was bad. Anyway. Do you think, as a concept, it could have been a good movie? So this is another thing that I was uh, thinking about a lot. So, like, is it possible to make a movie about social media that doesn't automatically feel really dated? Yes, I think um, so. I think it is because have you seen Eighth Grade? Yeah. Yeah, I think 8th grade does a really good job of that. And at first I was like, oh, it's because 8th grade, it's not, we never see like a vis- like a visual effect, like pop up of like a text message. Anytime we see mm. Kayla engaging with a screen in that movie, uh, we see the screen. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. They turn the camera on the screen. And that's interesting. When he's all that is the total opposite like you always yeah. see video effects yeah and i was like so maybe it's because it feels very like you know the um how do you do fellow teens meme yeah it feels very how do you do fellow teens to animate your phone on the screen uh-huh. because it's like oh this is part of the visual language that you are steeped in yeah. rather than what eighth grade does which is kind of approach it in a more like a slightly more anthropological way yeah as like this is a document of a certain type of media that being said so then i watched um the new season of sex education this week uh-huh. have you seen that i didn't see the new season oh it's very good you should watch it I got too upset at the end of season two. Well, now you gotta get unupset. I hate miscommunication plot lines. I know. 
I do too. And sex education redeems do, itself. Do they resolve it quickly? Yes. Thank God. Okay, I'll watch. Or they, they, it's not like a final episode reveal. Spoilers. It's not a, yeah, it's not like. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, I was very pleased and relieved. It's That's not good. like first episode, but it's, it is resolved. Okay. Because um, I also hate miscommunication plot lines. Do they do text there. messaging on sex education? They do so much. Mm. And I was very like much on like, screen or? Yeah. Okay. And it's actually really distracting because they get it wrong. Mm. They have, it sort of seems like they're all using iPhones, yeah. but when they're in a conversation, uh, it's not like, you know how on an iPhone it's all one color? Either uh, it's blue because the other person has an iPhone or it's green because they don't? Yeah. On In this season, I don't know about previous seasons, but in this one, one person is blue, the other is green. Ah. Uh. And it alternates. And also, they get, you know how when you send a message, it appears on the right side? Uh-huh. I only noticed this once, but for one conversation, it appears on the left side. That's confusing. And so the other person, but then it goes back in a different conversation. So I think that was just poor design on their part. But also my uh, Sonia, we were talking about this and I raised that point that it feels sort of very, uh, how do you do fellow teensy uh-huh. to be incorporating texting sort of onto the screen that way. Mm-hmm. And she did raise the point that like text communication is so crucial to how yeah. we talk to each other. And like, at first, I was like, oh, well, like, maybe it's good in eighth grade because it doesn't really further the plot. Uh-huh. But, like, when you're making a show about relationships, it does further the plot. So yeah. much of it is, uh, like, so much of it is through text. And not only that, but, like, uh, the fact that, like, you can see, and this isn't, like, an innovation, but the fact that, mm-hmm. like, someone will start to text you and then will change their mind uh-huh. or that you'll think that someone is typing for a long time because they don't know what they're going to say <laughs> when, in fact, they've just gotten distracted. Yeah. Like... That is something that you can't really communicate. Like it's inherently done yeah. via text. It doesn't. I don't think there should be a hard, fast rule. If there's text on the screen or no text on the screen, that means it was done well or done poorly. Right. I think it's the way you text and the way you use it. And <sighs> what do you mean the way that you text? Say more about that. If this thing pops up on the screen, it's always going to look a little gimmicky. But if it says something yeah. like. OMG, are you at the party? With like a bunch of like abbreviations and like stupid emojis that no one yeah. uses. That's never gonna feel authentic. Young Neil, it's knives. You're so hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like it's like dialogue. You can do good or bad dialogue, you can do good or bad texting. That's very true. And like I also watched do you know every frame of painting? Have we talked oh, about yeah, it? yeah. The YouTube so, video essay guy. Yeah. Um, but you don't so, like YouTube. You're missing out. That's not true. I do like YouTube and you I do like video YouTube. essays. I just don't watch a lot of them because I would usually rather watch something uh, with like a narrative. I would much rather watch someone else watch a movie. <laughs> but go ahead. Then watch. Okay. <laughs> um, so every form of painting has a video on technology on screen. Where oh, he I think argues, I've seen this video actually because it's been yeah, yeah. it's old. But he says, you know, when you cut to a phone, like, you can hear the audience yawning. It gets very Mm, boring. mm -hmm. And when you show text on screen, it allows for action and reaction in the same frame, Mm. Um, which is, you know, something that you don't get. You don't get to watch 
sex education, you can see someone sort of, you can see their face change as they, as they receive read the a text. message yeah. or as they send a message. Uh-huh. You can't do that when you're showing, when you're filming the phone. Yeah. So that, I do hear that uh-huh. as like, basically I thought I came in like three days ago, I had a very clear opinion on uh-huh. this and now it's sort of been muddled a little. Um, yeah. But he does raise the point that, first of all, he said he brings up Sherlock as like an example of a show that really cleanly does. I think it helps when a show has a very specific set of rules that it follows for itself. A style, yeah. Yeah. Um, and they Sherlock use the same does font. that. Yeah. It uses the same font. There's never a sender name. There's never an outline around it. He says the outline is the first thing that makes it look dated because yeah. that is always changing. Yeah. It's just print. But what he did bring up is that there isn't really uniformly a good way to depict the internet yet. Mm. Um, and I think that you kind of see that in He Is All That because I hated that shit. I <laughs> hated when she would live stream. I mm. think, and I don't think this is an issue that I have with, I think they did as good a job as they could having her sort of having her phone and then having on this or like her video of herself and then all on the sides, like yeah. all of the reactions and stuff. Yeah. Like the live comments. Yeah. Like I think that's as good a job as they could have done. I think more than that, I'm just annoyed that that was the topic. Of Here's the, film. the thing. It's like, this is such an interesting topic and they really did not lean into it at all. She's an influencer she wakes up every morning and starts live streaming and they show that, but they don't integrate it into her character or her life at all. That how could they have done it better? Well, they could have shown it affecting her life in any scene besides the opening scene. You don't really ever see her vlogging or live streaming and having it true. You don't see it interrupt her life. Yeah, you see it in montages. Like when she's having bonding moments with Cameron. She's never well, like... Chloe Kardashian calls her sometimes and interrupts her bonding with Cameron. Was that actually Chloe Kardashian? Sorry, Courtney. Um, it looked like... Yeah. I was like, oh, they got someone who looks like a Kardashian to play this part. And then I was like, wait, I bet it's a real one. <laughs> I uh, that's I forgot. I have another fun fact about Addison Rae. But finish your point oh, first. Um... I don't know. It's kind of like they should have gotten more teens to help them write this. Because they should have. Yeah. Why were they? We're already like you and I are already way older than the people who are whose lives are half internet. Like, yeah. And she was just a normal person who sometimes blogged. It was kind of like it didn't actually inform her character at all. Cause mm-hmm. if you're living your life as a beauty vlogger, that you're making, you're generating content. It should affect your self esteem. Yeah. It should affect also the way you that. view the world. And she didn't bring that into her makeover of him at all. It was kind of just like a classic makeover. It wasn't like, here's what's hot on whatever. Like, I don't yeah. know. Like, well, I think it was just her being like, I know how to cut hair because I do makeovers. Right. And it was Which kind of she like probably... she could have been a 2007 YouTuber. There was. You're saying you would want to see more of how TikTok specifically 
and like I think if you're gonna make a movie right about now, the internet, you can't do that like iCarly thing where you're like, oh, uh, <laughs> me too. You have to make it real and grounded yeah, in reality. Speaking of shows that feel very dated and how they represent the internet. Oh, even when it was on, I was like, nobody makes content like this, and nobody no, would watch this content. It's a yeah. very iCarly like. We How know. did you set up a website that people are just like coming to look at yeah. without any sort of promotion? Let me watch a live stream of two girls dancing and making bad jokes mm-hmm. every day. Like I actually identified really hard with iCarly when we were first starting our podcast. I went back and watched. They put iCarly on Nickelodeon and I went back and watched the pilot and I was like, wow, these are the same questions we're asking ourselves. Sure. The content outside of like the show is fine, but... If you actually pay attention to what they're producing as content for the in-universe show iCarly, it's not that good. It is horrendous trash that no one could sit through for more than a second. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, and like that. As even as a kid, I was like, "This is so stupid." Do they think I'm an idiot? There's no way this would be popular. Yeah, and Sam and Carly are very irritating hosts, and it's kind of the same in. He's all that. She is waking oh, up giving bad beauty advice. Very irritating. And I could believe she has followers, but I couldn't mm-hmm. believe she has a lot. Yeah. And it's not like know. they couldn't have used there's millions of extremely successful beauty vloggers out there. They could have just yeah, taken they word for like word. like a dancer. Well, I just mean for the dialogue and the like backstory and also that. The content they could have just ripped that straight from youtube and had it be better also if she's a beauty vlogger why is she making videos where she's making croque and bouche well she's an influencer it's just like more generally it's like okay. i'm beautiful and talented and my life I is don't perfect really use tiktok I can't. I was gonna say I don't have it, but I downloaded it the other day because Julie keeps sending me TikToks, and it's. I have one friend who sends me TikToks, and I have three hundred notifications from that friend. Yeah, Um, yeah. I find that TikToks and like Instagram Reels um, Uh make me really depressed because I'll end up watching them for six hours, and then my brain feels broken. That's literally what they're trying to make you. Yeah, so I try to avoid those rabbit holes. You're drinking the Kool Aid. I absolutely know every one of those stupid TikTok sounds, and I, I have no, no idea. Yeah, well, you don't sure how accurate. It's not like she's on TikTok on the in the movie. Yeah, but they mention influencer. Oh, do they mention it? Yeah, I think the little sister is like, it has 7 million views on TikTok That's so at one point, which I was like, oh, oh good. Is it the boyfriend's video? I think it was when he got in a fight or something. Or, oh, or yeah, when yeah. he sang karaoke with her. Uh-huh. Yeah, very yeah. weird. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, a- <laughs> I'm looking at my notes. Can I tell uh-huh. you the line I thought was the stupidest and he's all that? What was it? It's when she tells Cameron that her mom is a nurse, and then she says, I've never I've told never anyone told that. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, my God. What a shameful secret. I mean, I kind of got that. Like, that would have been very revealing that she was not, you know, like, a sure. with a trust fund. But, like, she said it like her mom was, like, a criminal. It's true. 
like it's your true. mom does like one of the most respected jobs in the world yeah thank you heroes hero <laughs> nurses this is a pre-covid movie you know selena my um, mom's a nurse and i've never told wow. anyone that. <laughs> is your mom actually a nurse? she is that's cool. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. I, I, you never told me that. Well, you didn't even know that I. <laughs> you don't know anything about me. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> you can't bring up every episode that I didn't know that you had brothers. Oh, I was gonna bring up that you thought I was Jewish until last week. <laughs> <laughs> or that. <laughs> we have. Tess and I have an interesting friendship because uh, we had such great friend chemistry that it's we're like we don't up. need any more information <laughs> well no it's sped up the getting to know mm. you process it's sped past the getting to know you process yeah. so i didn't i didn't know a lot of i was good friends with tess before i knew a lot of basic information about <laughs> tess yes <laughs> that i'm still learning like that i have siblings or <laughs> my religious <laughs> upbringing <laughs> I mean, to be fair, you have very dark hair. You have kind of you have a conceivably Jewish surname, and you mm. love the nanny. I do like love the it. Nanny. Was not that much of a stretch to be like, "Oh, Tess is Jewish." That's fair, but yeah, my mom's a nurse and my dad's a fireman. Mm. I always felt like I had like the most generic like parent jobs. It's like I was Those written. Are... No, I love it. I love it. it's like it's yeah. like Lego. It's like a Lego story. Yeah, wow, you do. It does feel kind of like you have Leo parents. Yeah. <laughs> it's like if I was a little kid, like an orphan, I would create like imaginary Maybe parents. They're strict. As straight as a line. What is that from? It's from Annie. Oh, yeah. I'm like Annie. I'm venting parents for myself. Yeah. Like, I bet my dad fights fires. We should watch all three Annie movies back to back. Yeah. There was one that came out like the last few years. I saw that. It was very heartwarming. Really? It looked like it was going to be bad. It was fine. That's good. It was very family friendly. Bad remixes of all the songs. Oh, I can't speak to the music, um, but I enjoyed the music. Oh, but I'm no, I'm no tastemaker of (laughs) musical adaptations. Like I enjoy Mamma Mia. So I mean, who doesn't enjoy Mamma Mia? Right, but the music in that is supposedly terrible. What are you talking about? It's Abba. Right, but sung by people who can't sing okay pierce brosnan can't sing um, <laughs> like, right what i'm saying is i don't have discerning taste oh. i just have my own preferences i understand that's why you hate all of the movies that i love um i love the parent trap that's true oh actually wait uh that's a nice segue uh oh great thank god in- <laughs> into um I want to talk about remakes, but first okay. I want to tell you my fun fact about Addison Rae and Chloe and Courtney Kardashian, which is, uh, can I just say, I don't care. No, but, but it's, go ahead. It's like, as, All right, go ahead. as someone who just like likes gossip, it's good gossip, uh-huh. which is that they met and became friends during the pandemic. Um, oh, and they became such good huh. friends. Addison Rae is like 20 and Courtney is like 40. Uh, uh-huh. um, so like our friendship. <laughs> yes. Um and they would just like hang out and there were videos. I don't know. But so okay. her family decided it was suspicious and so they invited Addison to lunch. This was on 
the show. This is on the Kardashians. Uh, oh. They invited her to lunch without Courtney like knowing about it. And, and she went? Yeah. And they like sit down. I would down, be terrified. And they're like, what has she told you about us? Like, what's your credit score? And they're like grilling her. And then Ooh. all of a sudden, like, I don't know, Chloe maybe. One of them is like, what the fuck do you do to our sister to make her so happy? And then her whole family is just like, yeah, we thought you were gay with her. Oh. Um, are they gay together? I mean, she says they are not. But there's mm. a clip in the same episode, I think, where Kim is talking to Courtney's kids. And she's like, where does Addison sleep when she sleeps over? And he's like, <gasps> in my mom's room. Um, no way. All right. Now. Isn't that I'm some interested. good tea? <laughs> <laughs> I was wrong. <laughs> yeah. It's, you know I love some secret relationship drama. I know you do. I had a an ending to that thought. What was it? Courtney. Oh, no. It was just, yeah. So then there was like a role that they hadn't, they hadn't cast that role yet. And they were like, Addison, like, do you want to like bring anyone? Do you have like any friends you want to bring into our, into your mm. movie? And she was like, Courtney. So oh, that's why Courtney's well, in Well, that, movie. I mean, that's a great role for her to be like a bank roller of an influencer. That that's makes true. perfect sense. It's not a good, she's not a very good actor though. <laughs> It was hard to tell because everyone was acting poorly in this movie. But she was just, like, so flat. It was very weird that Paget only had one sponsorship. That was very <laughs> weird. <laughs> I agree. Like, clearly, this was written by someone who doesn't follow this world at all. Yeah. Or doesn't care to do research. It is very weird that that is how it, it worked out. Um yeah. I mean, the other problem, I think, with the she's all that, he's all that premise, and this mm. is also true of, I guess, just 10 things I hate about you. Well, so I watched She's All That with my roommate, and we were both just like, why is this movie so bad? And then the next day, we didn't have a movie to watch, and I was like, we're going to watch 10 things I hate about you, which she hadn't seen either. Uh-huh. But you had. And I was like, this movie is better, right? And she was like, it is. I don't know why, but it's better. I agree. Even though it's basically the same story. It's basically the same story. Same conflicts. I mean, I think even though I do like Freddie Prinze Jr., like Heath Ledger's like beautiful magnetism is very hard to ignore. His unexplained English accent. No, it's Australian. High school. Oh, well, why was he Australian at an American high school? Because he lived with his grandfather until he was 12. Oh, did they explain or that? In Australia. Yeah, it's when they've um when they're on their date, like asking each other after they've played paintball, asking each other like if oh. the rumors about each other are true. She's like, Is your accent real? It's like, Yes, I lived oh, in Australia I totally until I was twelve. Missed that. Yeah. Okay. I mean, because Heath Ledger is just Australian. Was. But yeah, the plot line of a character lying to yeah. their love interest for the entire movie mm-hmm. and originally viewing them as an ugly, um, unlikable um, you know, punishment. Yes, that's what I was hard. moving towards. Yes, go on. It's very, it's very hard to um resolve that. Yeah, and neither movie did that in a way that I liked. Neither movie they basically did... just didn't resolve it. Well, they basically were just like, "Sorry, you did this thing <laughs> that demonstrates that you are an asshole," mm-hmm. but uh now I like you as a person, so I'll forgive Yeah. But... Yeah. And I think that's... I don't know what Taming of the Shrew does. My guess is it probably... Mm -hmm. Actually, I feel like you probably do. In in 10 Things I Hate About You, he's only seducing her so that they can take out her sister. 
Yeah. And she doesn't know that. Is that... No, she doesn't know that he's being paid. Yeah. Is that true? I actually don't remember. That's a great question. Because in Pygmalion, that's sort of the thing about Pygmalion is Henry Higgins is horrible, but at least he's upfront about it. Like, literally, they're like, you there, flower girl, your stupid accent and poor breeding, uh, we're going to... What's Pygmalion? My Fair Lady. It's like the the oh, play. Oh, oh, okay. But it was like Pygmalion, oh, okay. then it was My Fair Lady, and then it was adapted later. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of what I would fix or change about He's All That, mm-hmm. because I actually like the concept a lot of, of a an influencer. Everyone loves a makeover, Tess. Not just that. Also, like, someone who's very internet savvy and famous mm-hmm. teaching like a loser to be cool Mm -hmm. i think that could be fun if the loser is in on it that movie does exist it's called can't buy me love and it stars patrick dempsey Um, okay it is a movie where a boy uh pays a popular girl uh to make him be cool and then she like falls for him okay that sounds fun. It's like In, fine. but, but it's kind of like if you want to re- remake, she's all that. It has to be the popular person's idea. It has to be, but that's just like such a dick move. <laughs> Do you feel like well, you, unless, yeah, that's why that's why they don't end up falling in love quickly. It's because yeah. they both kind of resent each other, but they're both using each other. That's true. Well, in in no, I mean the 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 person being made over is not using the other person. In either well, movie. they are. They're, they're using them to get popular. Well, but they don't want to be popular in either movie. Here's the thing. I think they should want it a little bit. If it's to be a more interesting movie, I feel like that would add nuance. Like, Yeah, neither character is very nuanced in like how they hate on. Because it's like Lainey and Cameron both enjoy becoming popular. They don't, they don't hate it. Well, they enjoy it because people are really nice to them. Like there's like a bully... Mm-hmm. But, you know, like, Lainey has all these people who are like, I'm voting for you, Lainey. And, like, Gabrielle uh-huh. Union. Oh, uh, fun fact. Gabrielle Union's first movie was She's All That. Um, is really nice to her the whole time. Um, and, like, people are really nice to Cameron in the remake. And, yes, mm. even though there's, like, one popular person bully, for the most part, when they get, like, nominated, <sighs> everyone's just, like, Cool. Cool. Yeah, which felt very strange to me. It felt inconsistent. Well, a lot. The one thing that feels strange to me in both these movies mm-hmm. is how much they care about winning prom king and prom queen. They don't care. Um, I mean, like the bully characters. Oh, yeah. They treat it like they're running for president, and they do. They like make sacrifices in their personal life in order to achieve this meaningless title. That comes with no benefits. I feel like that's, that is true at the same time. Like, I don't know about you. We didn't even have prom king and queen at my high school. Um, what? (laughs) I feel like I should tell you that I lived the plot of she's all that. Really? Did someone make you over and turn you into prom queen? I ran for homecoming queen as a joke and I won. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just losing it. <laughs> Are you okay? 
reveal to oh my god did you just like restrain yourself this entire episode i mean it's just one of those stories where it's just like a weird thing to bring up (laughs) i feel like i just turned bright red you did you're like sweating (laughs) wow yeah um so so tell say more oh yeah well it was super easy because the only people who could be nominated for homecoming court were if you played a varsity sport and you were a senior so one person from each team was nominated and of the senior girls on my team no one was that interested and i was like i'll do it what was your sport volleyball okay that's what i thought yeah and there was like you know there were other people who really, really wanted to win. Mm-hmm. And there was, I mean, I think that high school stereotypes are extremely inaccurate. Mm-hmm. But the closest thing you could get to, like, a popular girl mm-hmm. was running and, like, everyone knew she, she would win. Did she trash talk you? Um, not that I heard. Did I she had pour no be- wine we, down your dress We had zero party. beef. I never spoke to her. Uh-huh. Um, but obviously, like, when you're pretty and popular, people dislike you. Um, so a lot of people were really rooting for me to win just to be mean to the popular girl. Oh. Um, and when I did win, apparently she, like, stormed out in a huff. Um, and the next day, I, like, walked down the hall and all, like, her friends cheered for me. Whoa. <laughs> it was kind of like, jeez. like a ding-dong the witch is dead moment. Yeah, like they all chanted my name. It was terrifying. (laughs) (laughs) This is the most... I have never... In all my years of being in high school, I've never had a more high school movie experience. Oh, yeah. It it was. And especially because I was so ugly in high school. (laughs) I had braces the whole time glasses the whole time didn't know how to wash my hair wore the same like orange sweatshirt to school every day you should have seeked out you should have like sussed out who likes the movie she's all that and be like hey like the you thing popular is, boy i didn't need to change anything about myself that's true i just had to be a person that people knew of uh-huh. and had no negative feelings towards mm-hmm. and so that's the most unrealistic part of she's all that is that well, the unrealistic part for me is the idea that winning prom queen or whatever will make you happy well but yeah but really that's want, like what you really want is to be popular and well liked and to be popular and well liked is its own reward and then if that is true about you, you will end up winning something yeah, like that. Yeah, that like indicate winning prom queen is an indication. In these movies, they act like winning it will make people like them. And that's not how it works. But I think that's that doesn't feel unrealistic to me because that just feels like an insecurity thing. That people are like, oh, mm-hmm. like it's like, you know, having a good job will bring you happiness or like you know, that's just like this yeah. is an arbitrary milestone that I don't recognize as arbitrary. Right. So they yeah, I guess that's that's like what confused me is they're really buying into this like yeah as something that's worth achieving mm-hmm. and like losing um, a friend over and like yeah like that was another thing both the main characters had best friends who turned on them on a dime yeah it's and true. like went almost like 
over the top evil to mess with them and well it sounds like they were just terrible people and they hadn't noticed yeah uh and to me that kind of conflict is very boring because it's so not believable it's true but i think paul walker did a good job like i liked watching paul walker act i think that so paul walker was the handsome best friend yeah well you know he's like fast and furious he yeah yeah he's i i know of his name Mm -hmm. um but what would have been better is if zach had done anything if if zach had just been a worse person and made more poor choices and kind of like done something to provoke his best friend oh rather than just being a nice guy like if he'd been more well-rounded character complex with flaws yeah. I, I mean, like, I wanted to believe that someone could hate Zach that much. Yeah. I mean, I guess they don't even, it's not even like, oh, he's jealous because they just don't even develop Dean. Yeah. It's like you have that. to assume that he's jealous, but yeah. you don't see him being jealous. You don't see him, like, getting the short end of the stick. It seems like they're just good buddies. Yeah. And it's also like he doesn't even. <laughs> Ultimately, like he does, he's like you know, like I know you don't trust me, but like it should say something that like I could have like asked someone else to prom and I didn't yeah. on the off chance that you'd go with me. And it's like wow, like you really like didn't even. I guess he had a fun prom, but like you didn't even. You're going Enjoy with your this own girl prom. you don't even yeah. know and like just to like fuck with your friend, just to mess with your ex best friend. I mean, yeah. but that also I think is kind of like his own. Because ultimately, you know, he's like, I want to, like, take Lainey back to this hotel and have sex with her. That seems like that's sort of him yeah. competing with himself. Can I just say that plotline was totally poorly executed? Yeah. I thought I missed a scene. No. I think it well, was... Well, first of all, why does Lainey's best friend go running after Zach instead of just running after Lainey to be like, hey, this guy's just going to take advantage of you? I think she'd... Yeah, she was right there. She was right there, and Zach was on stage giving a speech. It made no he sense. He didn't for even him to run get Zach after involved. Zach. He ran after uh, Zach's sister. Well, then they both ran after Zach. Yeah, but like, why didn't he? And then You're Zach right, like, runs after them. Uh-huh. Doesn't find them and goes to her house instead. Yeah, to be like, and then cut to a scene where we, she tells us, "Oh yeah, he tried to make a move, but I, <laughs> I got away." an air horn why was that not shown on screen i don't know that's a very good it was point. so that was very weird it felt off. like they forgot to film it mm-hmm. i was so confused yeah i don't know and also like what was zach's what and they was made his the game same plan? mistake and he's all that they had the exact same thing happen dude where, that uh, was jo- such a jordan tries to assault moment. like the little sister and then they cut to the next scene and she's like oh i got away yeah was that a gossip girl moment well that just felt very that character <laughs> i say Jordan? this having seen no uh the sister I, oh the sister i say this having seen like three episodes of gossip girl but like mm-hmm. they were the first three so that <laughs> felt very like jenny humphrey to me the like, little sister and he's all that yeah felt very much like i liked her as a character like she, dan humphrey's sister fulfilled her function very well yeah no i think she i mean i didn't like her because i didn't like the movie her crying at the end was terrible but that was awful. it wasn't her fault um you know what annoys mm. me what zach and laney get so close to kissing uh-huh it's so close yeah it's just like i don't know it is. It's super awkward because she closes her eyes. Yeah. 
Yeah, because he's, he's like he's a about centimeter to kiss her. from her face. He's about to kiss her, and then she says, oh, you just want my vote for prom king or something? Yeah, and then he's like, oh, I feel guilty, and he leaves. And then he, he leaves, but she keeps her eyes closed, and she's like, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, why did you open your eyes? Why did you say that? Just let him kiss you. Like Because she's awkward. I understand. Yeah, that's fair. I, I've done that. You that's know, fair. it's very hard to kiss someone without making a comment first. It's so <laughs> Some people can do it. I can't. I thought they kiss in the in He's All That. It they did kiss in that very similar scene. I know, it was really beat for beat. Except but they for did kiss, they do kiss. And then she leaves cuz she feels guilty. Yeah. But yeah, that um, was weird cuz he did like the Mulan thing where he was like you know, I like you like this. And he just like wipes off half of her lipstick with like a single that hand swipe. That was terrible. Yeah. Oh, almost as bad as the taking off the glasses I know. scene. Yeah. Yeah. And then his promposal was That was kind of so... But why did he use the worst photo of her possible? Well, he used the photo he took that, she, that she'd never but seen. She, but why couldn't it have been a photo that was better? It looked like he caught a picture of her sneezing. Oh, I don't remember that The photo was just, like, very much like, oh, he is not just an amateur photographer. Mm-hmm. He's never used this camera until that day. <laughs> <laughs> wow. This is some biting critique from a, a real photographer. Um, Let's not go there. <laughs> although. <laughs> who can't even remember to bring yeah, the camera. I would say real photographers don't forget to bring their camera, too. Oh, you know, their friend. and that's not the first time. <laughs> Um, you know how I feel like every episode was just like horribly disorganized and didn't go yeah. well. Feel feeling uh-huh. that real hard about this episode. Oh, really? No, I think we're fine because we stayed on topic, even though we changed our mind about how to talk about the yeah. topic. I think it's I don't fine. know. At least it's not like singing in the rain where we just talked about Nancy <laughs> Classified for half an hour <laughs> instead of singing. That's in the rain. very true. I think we just need to. They, like find a movie that you don't hate because every time you do that you challenge all the reasons I like it and then I feel like I'm just like oh well mm. I guess I don't like it but I do oh well I I don't hate she's all okay I did hate it but you can still tell me what you liked about it okay. and why I feel like I started to do that in the beginning and then we got really distracted yeah well I asked what your favorite scene was but what are your other favorite scenes um I think the hacky sack moment is kind of funny. Um, I like her little hat that she wears when she works at the bubble. I feel like that hat got bigger every time. (laughs) I believe the costume designer just like ran to Michael's. Like, I think I read that somewhere that she just like ran to Michael's and like bought a bunch of like craft stuff and just threw that hat together. Wow. She did a Um, great job. I know. It looks like a falafel, Uh, like a, like a pita. Um, Yeah. Let me see. I'm just so humiliating. Yeah. I'm just scrolling through now. I mean. Did you like the scene where she comes down the stairs in the red dress? Yeah, of course. And the music is playing. Yeah. You didn't find that to be too cliche. I mean, I'm such a sucker for that. You should know that Mm. by now. I mean, I don't love it every time, but like. Yeah. I just like, I also, I don't know. I just. Was it cliche when it came out or is my mind poisoned? No, I think it was kind of, I think that reveal is always kind of cliche. I don't the cliches know. aren't always bad. It's just like when they're bad, they're really bad. I don't know what it is because I feel like they're sort of like tiers of high school movie quality. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And this definitely is not top tier for me. This is not Dazed mm. and Confused. It's not Clueless. It's not Heather's. Um, but and I guess like Mean Girls is also up there. But Mean Girls just feels like I've seen it so many times that I don't even know. Mm. If it's good. I can't tell. I think it is. But like it's. Yeah. It's in your DNA. It is in my DNA. I had Such it on my I had it on my iPod touch and like Oh, that'll do that, it. <laughs> when that happens, like game over. Um, <laughs> Every bus ride. Yeah, literally. Um, so it's like not top tier, but it's I do mm. count it along with like ten things I hate about you. Mm-hmm. Um or even She's the Man is kind of like tier it's like a little half tier down from there. But just like mm. I think it is one of the good ones. You know, I think it's yeah. better than like Can't Hardly Wait or I don't know. Can't that Buy one. Me Love. Uh, Can't Hardly Wait is the other movie that uh, the team that wrote, wrote and directed Josie and the Pussycats made. Oh, okay. Um, just like a, like a last night of high school movie. Mm. Um, is there anything you would change about She's All That like plot wise or... I mean, there's plot hole stuff that I, or, you know, there's, like, the fact that, like, yeah, Lainey is not a good artist and, like, doesn't really have other interests. Um, I don't know. I feel like I like this movie. I don't like this movie for its plot. I like it mm-hmm. for the vibes, the look and mm-hmm. the dialogue and the performances, I guess, more than the characters. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like it because it just feels good. Uh-huh. It just feels. It's good kind of like a period piece. It is a period piece, and that's that's why I don't know. I I feel like honestly, it, it's funny because I say this, but I also really like David Lynch movies, which don't feel good. But mm. so much of the time, I'm drawn to a movie just because it feels good to be in that mm-hmm. world, and mm-hmm. I think that's probably why I didn't care about He's All That as much because it doesn't feel that good to be in that world. That's very true. Um, it's not a yeah. cozy world, you know, even though I don't it's want like to go to that high school, beautiful horseback <laughs> ride, like great Gatsby party. Like it doesn't feel like a nice place to exist in. And yeah. like Lainey on the beach in her overalls, <laughs> like hanging out with slightly weird, but very beautiful and sincere looking Freddie Prince Jr. Mm. That feels like a nice, you know, like walking back from the beach and having someone be like, so we all go into the party later. Like, uh, uh-huh. great it's like a softer world it's a soft world and then mm-hmm. you come down the stairs in your cute little dress and like the <laughs> softest most tender little love song is playing so sincere like, i just it just makes yeah. me feel good man oh that's so valid <laughs> thank you <laughs> yeah i get that i do yeah and like your brother's like fun and funny and played by very good actor um <laughs> it's funny because kieran culkin on succession is like a huge asshole with like a humiliation fetish um yeah but, he's just like a very quintessential little brother yeah he's just like and i love his like relationship with zach i do love his relationship mm. with zach where just like that immediately is nice. he's just like so you know like hey want to play sega like yeah you know want to want to drink yeah (laughs) good (laughs) yeah i was impressed by how they had a whole relationship arc between zach and the little brother like first they were friends and they were enemies and they made up at the end yeah because zach proved himself though you know what they did that exact thing and he's all that um with the sister with with the little sister and paget because it was basically the exact same thing why 
<laughs> what? There are so many names. Oh, Paget. In the world. Why would you pick the world's worst name? I know. And call your character that. Like well, Cam- all the names Cameron Queller, fine. Ter- I think that's sure. a good name. Nisha, chill. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember anyone else's name, but Paget. Ugh. yeah it's like it's okay to pick a name that's been used before yeah i mean Don't... i guess they were trying to one-up laney <laughs> yes but pageant is like the most like the ickiest like suburban mommy blogger yeah name. it's very it's like calling your kid madison yeah. or <laughs> sorry all madisons <laughs> Sorry, it's not. Sorry as... to all pageants out there. <laughs> Paget Madison is not nearly as bad as Paget, but like I think it's hard when you want to have your character have a unique name. That's not you. Un- it's unique, but it's not like ugh. I don't know. Um, yeah, I'm scrolling. I'm gonna do one last scroll to see if I have any other things to say. Me too. Uh, good line. Good line. Actually, a couple of good lines in both of these movies. <laughs> uh, but I like it when someone is like, Zach, what were you doing? He's like, I was busy. And Paul Warren goes, busy waking. <laughs> That's a good line. Oh, but Zach says that to her. Oh, does I forget who says it too. I just wrote, I was busy, busy Wigan, LOL. <laughs> yeah, no, that scene was very strange. That was after he says her eyes are beautiful and she storms off because she's like, doesn't believe that he could really think that. Oh, yeah, and what, it's a, is, it's a, what does Lainey think his motive is in that Exactly, scene? yeah. Like, it's like, that's my question is, in both movies. Mine too. What does she suspect he's yeah. doing? It seems like she at first thinks he wants her help with arts, whatever. Yeah. And then he starts flirting with her and she gets insecure and thinks, oh, maybe he's just making fun of me. Mm-hmm. And then she storms off, and the next day he shows up at her house and says, what was that the other day? Like, <laughs> It's like she explained. She was upset because she thought it wasn't real. Like, you didn't, and she yeah, was like, she oh, I was busy. In... And then he said, yeah, busy wigged. <laughs> <laughs> you thought that was a, a, one of the top lines. <laughs> I, I did enjoy it. However, I was confused. I really like it. I um, mean, how would you react if someone really cool and popular started, like, pursuing you with, like, extreme like focus okay so for no foreseeable reason has this happened to you this hasn't happened to me but like <laughs> there was a period very briefly where i was dating someone who was like obscenely hot like mm. he was we the- never dated <laughs> <laughs> sorry he was just like i like couldn't keep a straight face during our first date because i was like <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy why are you so hot and that was my anxiety was that i was in a she's all that situation oh so, <laughs> no that's so sad it is sad but the point is uh i don't that's if someone were to pursue me in that way i would just be like oh mm. i'm in the movie she's, she's all, all that. that oh someone has bet him that yeah they can make me pretty yes um mm. see i would just assume that they were deeply in love with me that's and really had noticed cool. me from afar one day i will go to therapy and i will <laughs> be able to accept that 
extreme egotism is not something that should be sought after. Uh, yes, but confidence is. <laughs> yes, that's true. Um, well, you know, you know what I mean. Like when you're sitting at a coffee shop and you're like, "I look cool today." I bet oh, someone I mean, across like the way day. is noticing me. Literally, it's like I would every assume day. someone had noticed me every day and decided they were in love with me because I've done that to people. I have as there well. was this girl I sat behind in class for a semester and I mm-hmm. literally like was in love with her. I never spoke a word to her, but oh. I knew her name. I knew her major. <laughs> you should have. Oh, I tried to talk to her once. Didn't go well. Didn't, what happened? She just kind of was like, oh, okay, bye. Um, I bet she was straight. I um, don't know. She wore a lot of beanies. Oh. Um, but okay. if I were like a character in a movie, I would have showed up at her house and been like, let's go to the beach. <laughs> and yeah, she would have been like, why? <laughs> you wouldn't have been the the Zach Seiler in that situation. That's true. I wasn't like the the jock of my college. Like if I was, maybe that would have worked. Yeah. You know, next time. Next You've, you've time. glowed up. Um, Thank you. Let's see. Okay. I'm going to do a little speed round of stuff. Oh, yeah. The other line, the line, and he's all that. I also like when she's like, we have Spanish class together. And he's like, oh, yeah. And she goes, hola. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. There were like some moments where I was like charmed a little bit by like like, the awkwardness. This joke is too insanely bad (laughs) to be like not on purpose. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. Fun fact, M. Night Shyamalan uh, wrote a draft of the She's All That script. No um, way. So in 2013, okay, this is, not, this is from Wikipedia. He did some uncredited polishing while he mm. was adapting. He was working on another script, and that script was Stuart Little. <laughs> um, <laughs> wow. And... So in 2013, he claimed to have like fully ghostwritten it, and then like a Miramax executive had to step in and be like, "Okay, he did do an uncredited rewrite, mm. uh, like d- another the original script like got it purchased, and mm. then his um, rewrite got it greenlit, so mm. it like, got to go forward, and his contributions included he enhanced the dad relationship, so it just oh. made I guess he added like that nice scene at the end." Um, he added the performance art scene. Um, and, oh, thanks so much. <laughs> and he wrote the line, am I a fucking pet? <gasps> so oh, I think wow. that's, you know, that is pretty major. That's a good contribution. Yeah. That line um, was very, um, jarring for me. I love it. It feels, it's it feels just, like, a, like a good line. It feels honest. I think, though, it, to me, if I were in that situation and I found out the person that I thought I was, like, kind of dating mm-hmm. was actually using me as a bet, uh-huh. I think it would be very difficult to process that. And I yeah. would probably just immediately run away without – I wouldn't get angry. Like, anger wouldn't be my first thing. I, it yeah, would be I guess I would just look like very and embarrassment, and eventually I'd get angry. But she yeah. like snapped to anger really quick. It was like she seemed to grasp the situation way quicker than made sense to me. But that maybe it's her true. deep insecurities. She was like, "Ah, oh, this is what I really thought was happening anyway." 
It's cr- the bet terms were insane. And he's all that. Get a tattoo. That says loser. Yeah, that's so stupid. And she was like, yeah, like once you get this, like you'll finally, everyone will know that you're a loser. Like, Yeah, there was no logic to that. It was like they couldn't think of anything. So they kept it a secret till the yeah. end. They were trying to do like the naked at graduation thing. Yeah, which is. Which was also a weird bet. Yeah, but like. That would, the fact that, that to me feels more, because in He Is All That, her friend is like, that thing we've always talked about. It's like, yeah, really? It's like, That's been, like, that to me feels like, makes more sense that two high school guys would be like, yeah, like, that bet that we never, like, actually make it happen, that we uh-huh. would, that one of us has to go to graduation naked. That feels uh-huh. very real. Like, a, a that thing does. that two boys would actually be like. But, like, being like, yeah, th- that bet we've always talked about where you have to get a tattoo that says loser. Yeah, that doesn't seem like a healthy friendship. Well. <laughs> it well, wasn't. Yeah. Obviously. but Obviously not. If If my friend, who I currently thought was my friend, was like, let's make a bet where one of us has to get an ugly tattoo that we don't want. I'd be mm-hmm. like, I don't want to be friends with you actually. Yeah. That's like a mean, <laughs> mean joke. So, yeah. <sighs> okay. Those are, that's everything. Let's wrap up by saying which movie we liked better. Well, on three, one, <laughs> two, three, 10 things I hate about you. Oh, I was like too scared to say my opinion. <laughs> Wait, oh, God. Well, it sounds like you actually, like, he's all that better. Um, Yeah, I think the question is, which is a better movie? I think she's, she's all that, that is a better movie. Uh, I had more fun watching he's all that. Um, you know, I can accept that. Yeah. But I had fun watching he's all that the same way I had fun watching Tall Girl. Yeah, because it's Which was horrible. not not engaging on it as like a piece of art yeah it is a piece of uh commodity <laughs> it's content look i made you some content exactly have you have you watched the the bo burnham special yet i sure have daddy made you your favorite open <laughs> it's too low <laughs> yeah Why? uh i watched that and i was like damn that was depressing um so glad I watched that in my bedroom for three hours. It's like 90 minutes long. It felt long. <laughs> yeah, it's good to watch with a friend. Don't watch it by yourself. Too late. Okay. She's all that would have been good to watch with you, I think. But yeah. I think I going loved talking about it with you. That's what you said about national treasure. I, I love talking to you about it. I love talking. Oh. <laughs> going forward maybe when i do movie episodes that i'm really fond of i'll watch we'll watch them together okay that way i can just like poke you with my pen and be like it's funny laugh yeah okay you you like this (laughs) you like this that sounds like a really great night for both of us (laughs) yeah um all right well thank you to sam walters for uh composing our theme song and be and thinking of our title and being my roommate and good friend um thank you to me selena for doing the art thank you to you tess for watching these movies and having this conversation with me anytime 
Is there anyone you would like to thank? Thank you to you, Selena, for oh. all that you do. Like what exactly? <laughs> thank you to the class of 2012 for electing me homecoming queen. <laughs> Brilliant. There were no benefits to that. <laughs> Just bragging rights nine years later. It, the bragging rights are extremely mm. useless. <laughs> And no one believes me. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>